God, this story is so good, and I'm so glad that we get to relive this again today. Imagine hating gay people so much that you're willing to say, I want to go live a true gay lifestyle for one year. So at that point, maybe I can either A, understand it, or B, hate them even more. That's what a guy did that I interviewed back in 2011, and the outcome of this was like incredible. We're going to relive this story with one of our most uh, polarizing of segments called A Moment Kramer History. Welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, hi. Here we go. Welcome to your Wednesday show. This is the 28th of June. We are a podcast that's based in three principles. We do it every day, by the way. Principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, I think I may have taken this inner child work way too far. Like today, I had to take an uh, ugly look at myself. My friend Dan said I'm turning into that like really weird old 40 year old guy that's like just doing weird shit. And I, <laughs> I just don't know. Maybe I took it like one step too far. If you mm. haven't listened to the podcast recently, then I've, I've been doing inner child work in therapy, which is basically going back to like some kind of painful moments in your past and healing those, right? Mm-hmm. And one of those things is basically like, letting your inner child do the things you did back when you were a kid. And mm-hmm. I found that to be really helpful. Like, you know, I've, I've always mm-hmm. known that like Nintendo gives me some kind of weird nostalgic something. Uh, right. But now that I'm starting to like tune into that, I'm like, wait a minute, like what, you know, what exactly is this, this inner child stuff? Mm-hmm. So this week alone, as I'm kind of getting a little carried away again, keep in mind, 40 year old man, no <laughs> kids, no wife, no girlfriend, no nothing. Okay, so I paid to have my sister's old school Nintendo shipped up here. She had a, a, a GameCube, which I think came out around 2000. So it's about 20 some odd years old. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of games that I've been like thinking about playing again. And that was like, okay, so 2000, that would have been what, high school? That would have been like mm-hmm. the years of my trauma, if you will, oh, being boy. bullied in bullied in high school so Mm -hmm. i was like you know what like i i really want to play some of these old school games so i i literally y'all i so mom what it cost to ship the thing up here wasn't wasn't too bad 20 bucks or something 25 bucks yeah 23 bucks or something yeah so my mom did that for me very nice thank you very much y'all i literally i literally paid 65 dollars for which that doesn't doesn't sound like a lot but you wouldn't think that 25 year old video games would cost 65 dollars right like it doesn't seem like that would make a lot of sense to be so old. You feel like they would just be bargain bin. But what I found is with a lot of this stuff, it's like they, it gets like cheaper, 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 cheaper. Cause like, it's like, Oh, this is not cool anymore. This is not awesome. We don't like this. And then all of a sudden, like everything else, it it's starts cool. to like, it's it like makes it, it's comeback, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now all these games that like were in, in like the thrift shops, 10 mm-hmm. years ago because nobody wanted them all of a sudden they're like super expensive so gamecube games can go from anywhere from 50 to 100 dollars, some some more than that oh, wow. which is like insane so i just i bought one of those okay so so far we're 85 dollars in the hole right to, to <laughs> do inner child work okay so and it's already kind of weird right so you, you got a guy that's like literally just has like this um over here in his condo playing old school Nintendo games by himself. Kind of weird. Okay. But then I think like today, like I really honest to God went too far. So I'm trying to think of other things that I like to do, you know, like I, one thing that mom, what did I used to like to do other than, other than video games as a kid, what was another one of my leisure time activities? 
think younger than don't think high school think younger and I, I had a million of them. I literally had a million of these things. So this should be very easy when I say that I have a million of these. Oh, you like to collect those magic cards? Not magic cards. Before that. Baseball cards. Before that. Oh. Legos. There it is. Yep. <laughs> Y'all. I found out that they have a Super Mario Lego set. It's oh, 80, no. It's $80. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and I've got a long weekend coming up where, you know, most people will be going out barbecuing with friends and doing things. You know, I, <laughs> oh, I'm literally no. This $80 Lego set uh-uh. because it got um, what it was, you know, ser- ad served to me because I buy so much Nintendo shit. I got uh-huh. an ad served to me and I'm like, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy it. And I spent $80 plus tax. So it's probably was like, it was $87, something like that. $87. Wow. I'm now $170 in the hole <laughs> for trying to soothe this inner child that was so abused back in the day. <laughs> I think your inner child's out of control. <laughs> my inner child is freaking out. I, down. <laughs> I've given my inner child, like literally, I've given my inner child an inch and it's taking a mile right now. But uh-huh. tell me why. Spoiled, spoiled brat. Yeah, it's just like because that, that's the inner child you raised right there. That's uh-huh. the inner child you uh-huh. raised. Uh-huh. He got, he got whatever he I, wanted. I have to, I have to fess <laughs> up to that. So now he's coming back out like, all right, we got, we got a credit mm-hmm. card now. We can buy what we mm-hmm. want. Okay. Well, shit. Let's go then. Let's go. Let's do it. So yeah. So I literally. I. I so now I just want you to picture this. Okay. You got a forty-year-old man who is really well. It's not my only plans for this weekend, but uh, majority <laughs> of my plans this weekend will be to be playing uh, old-school Nintendo and putting together a Lego set. Okay. I, I, that's it. It's weird. And Dan's like literally like you've gone. You've gone too far. And Dan's too weird like, now. oh my God, I'm going to have to divorce you. You're getting like too a Lego strange set? for even me now. <laughs> like a Lego set? Like what the hell am I going to do with a Lego set? You know what I mean? Like I yeah, ordered it. Like, still, don't, I think, don't we still have those Lego well, sets here? Don't tell me that. You'll be shipping that up here too. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we don't. <laughs> I think what's happened. Let me think twice about it. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. I think what's happened is I'm like, I'm like slowly reverting back in. You know how they, they say you basically return to like your childhood self, you know, like, oh, geez, but not at 40. I think, I think 40 hit. And like, now I'm just slowly. No, Lego. Okay. Maybe like video games, 40 years. video games. I feel like that's like, okay. Like that's okay. Oh. I don't I feel like it's socially. That's, that's all yeah. right. Like no one's going to really turn to do that. Yeah, quote unquote normal. adults. Okay. Uh-huh. okay, does anybody and, and and tell me if I'm wrong? And if there is somebody, let me know because I don't know if this is normal mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Does, does anybody <laughs> know a full grown adult man, no kids, or has kids but still doesn't buy himself that plays still plays with Legos? <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Oh my! I don't think that's a thing. What are we going um, to do with this young boy? Yeah, mom thought she was, you know, I was finally getting my shit together. But what you realize is actually I went to therapy and I'm just, I'm reverting back, baby. Uh-oh. Now I'm I guess when I come. going back to an easier time. I guess when I come there in July, I'll just have to treat you like you're <laughs> 10 again. You're we'll go get ice cream. mom. 
<laughs> ride bikes, play video games. I mean, that's literally all I do now, it seems like. It's kind of turned into to what my life has been about. Okay, but let me tell you this. If you start to like, because I, I really have challenged everybody listening to the show to do like one thing. And again, I, I may have taken this too far because that's what I do. <laughs> but I, uh, I I do challenge you to do one thing from your childhood that like you haven't done in a while. Because it really mm-hmm. like, like playing this. I only play it for a couple of minutes today because I didn't have much time to... Um, to play the Nintendo, but I, was, I played the old school Mario Kart, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, it just takes you back. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you, there are going to be some things that you're going to go do again and realize that, like, it's not it. Like, it's not it. There is going to be some age limit, and I don't know. Legos may not be it anymore. I may put this like I may <laughs> they may get here and there be maybe five thousand Lego pieces all over the floor, and I might freak out and like be over it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Get the but, broom and the dustpan and throw them in the trash. Yeah, that thing. That, and we'll, we'll report back after the Fourth of July. But like that thing may just that may thing may be right back in the box. I don't know. It, like, oh it kind of sounds like I look at. It, I'm like that looks fun. But like in reality, having like five thousand little pieces that I'm trying to like mm-hmm. fit together does not sound does not sound amusing to me. Does not sound like it's a fun activity. So like but I don't actually, know. Actually, it would be a good thing for your mind. I'm thinking maybe it's like a puzzle, right? Yeah, exactly. And maybe it's listen, exactly you guys the have same kids. Thing. Like maybe you guys do this and like this is like normal for y'all. You know what I mean? Like maybe you're able to um maybe you're able to have have these experiences with your kids and, and write them off as your kids' experience, even though like do you doing the things, you know? Uh, <laughs> okay, but, but let me go back. Let me let me warn you. There's gonna be some things that you're not going to be able to do anymore okay like for example let me tell you some other fond memories that i have as a kid that, like i'll tell you i will not be doing anymore mm. number one is i um uh, going to uh theme parks is not what it used to be and it's mm-hmm. not that i don't have and it, i just can't do it like i used to be able to right like mm-hmm. uh we have a good relationship with six flags america here and you know, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, like the inner child that like, oh my God, yay, we're going to Six Flags. Yeah. <laughs> Little Steve. <laughs> yeah, he's all, he's all excited again, right? Like, yeah, Six Flags. I used to love, I used to love going to Six Flags, right? Uh-huh. Uh, y'all oh, get yeah. there. Uh, no, uh-uh, it's not it. It's not it anymore. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just a ton of people. You stormed out of there in a rage one time. Yeah, well, that was Disney. That was, that was. Oh, that was yeah, Disney. I, I'm yeah. telling you, I can't. I can't really do theme parks anymore. There's too many people. <laughs> I don't like to wait in the lines anymore. That's not it. I'll tell you the other That's place. That's your old man, Steve. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. place you just can't go anymore. I, but I can't go anymore. Like that was, mm-hmm. used to be one of my favorite things of all time was mm-hmm. when I used to go to um, uh, the fair. I'm talking the oh, traveling yeah. fair, right? <laughs> Mom, you know. Yeah, the county fair. Loved it. So cheesy. <laughs> Went a couple of years ago. Miserable. Mm-hmm. absolutely miserable just couldn't do it san diego fair miserable like mm-hmm. just not it's just not you know but back in the day i was a kid like i was like yeah i love this but i'm gonna tell you that's that's two of my recommendations if you think about doing those two things because you used to love to do them as a child mm-hmm. it's just not it anymore i'll give mm-hmm. you one more i cannot i cannot eat sugar the way i used to oh no my god when i think about the amounts of sugar that i used to eat Mm-mm. as a kid yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like nobody stopped me is like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Not one, blame, not blame. one adult. Blame, blame. Yeah. <laughs> not one adult stepped in and said, listen, this is probably a bad idea. Mm. Um, well, I think so, we did, but I don't think you cared. 
but not hard <laughs> enough. Okay. I'm, I'm the child no, here. Not hard enough. <laughs> okay. You're the parent. I'm the child. Like you gotta just, just not, not buy the candy. Well, you were a teenager when you were eating only macaroni and cheese and drinking a thousand Pepsis a day. I can still do macaroni and cheese now. Let's not and get that twisted. wings. Yeah, I, mean, I can. You and Dan, could, how many wings did you guys eat? Could have done. I, you, don't, you don't have the metabolism like you used to. But I'm Ooh. telling you, like sugar candy can't do it. Mm-hmm. Carnivals, mm-hmm. some music parks, it's not it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, real quick, let's get an update with uh, dad's chemo. My dad is mm-hmm. uh, at his eighth session of chemotherapy for his prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. And how did it go for session well, number really- eight? It went really well. He felt good and he felt strong today when he went in. It wasn't too crazy. It wasn't too busy. He had a good nurse. He sat by a woman that he enjoyed um, talking with. And it was fun. I mean, it, not fun, but it was a good experience today. That's he great. Came out, he came out all kind of chirpy. Of course, he's, so, in the, he's now, now he's in the bedroom and he's knocked out. <laughs> part of the stuff they give him is Benadryl. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, he starts getting loopy about an hour after we get home. Yeah. And I just I just checked on him right before we came on, and I was like, oh, my God, he looks like he's dead in the chair, you know. It's <laughs> like, oh, my God, he's totally it, passed out. You know, just between the, the, the three of us, me, you, and, you know, person listening like what how are his spirits with all of this because i know like obviously we're on our eighth session Mm -hmm. that we think there's going to be 10 is that still Mm -hmm. the plan yeah yeah i mean the doctors pretty much told him he's going to have 10 but after eight um for the next two the last two he'll only have one chemotherapy drug instead of two is the plan one more time He'll only have one chemotherapy drug instead of two. Right after, now, he's getting he's getting two after this one. So today oh, was so the last day for two. Oh, nice! Um, so that you know, it takes about an hour to inject each one. So um, he'll he'll be going a shorter time, and hopefully, there'll be you know less side effects with just one instead of two. Yeah, and then we'll see after ten. I mean, nobody's That's guaranteeing great. that. 10 will be it. But but yeah, he has been just so great about it. I think that the anticipation of it was so horrible to him that the reality has really been a real blessing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because he's had minimal problems and his spirits are good. He's just, you know, he's glad to be alive and able to do the things he can do. And, you know, he went out and bought a bike. I mean, you know, he's just trying yeah. to... He's he's really um, more cognizant of living every day now, well, so, which you know, is really it, really lovely. It's I'm glad that he's mentally in that space, and I hate mm-hmm. that it's, you know. And they always say this is sometimes it takes those kind of moments to start living mm-hmm. your life. You know, mm-hmm. we get so mm-hmm. caught up in this everyday thing. We get caught up in this. Oh yeah, tomorrow I got to wake up and I got to go to the store and I got to go to the job and I got to go to kids and I got to you know that like you lost. forget that like. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes these diagnoses, mm-hmm. listen, there's a, pe- a ton of people that can share these stories, listen to this podcast with the same yes. kind of thing of like, yes. you just wake up one day and you get some news that like totally changes everything. And mm-hmm. so like my recommendation is buy the Legos today. <laughs> okay. You can afford the Legos, buy the Legos. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> cause we don't never know. know what tomorrow will bring. Enjoy today. I, Enjoy like, the listen, day. I don't, 
I don't want that to be just some like generic quote that we're saying. Like I want you to really seriously mm-hmm. think about that, you know, because mm-hmm. let's not make it to be a point to where you have to wait for some kind of big diagnosis to like Mm-mm. really start thinking about like being happy. And I, I'm, I'm going to keep repeating that. Be happy today. Be happy today. Mm-hmm. I think I might make a shirt with be happy today on it because mm-hmm. I would buy that. Yeah. What do we think about that for some new merch? Like be happy today stuff. Like, I love just that. Be, just be happy today. Like be happy today. Don't be happy. You know, don't be worried about what's going to happen in the future. Don't mm-hmm. worry about having the past. Like be happy today is my biggest motto right now that I'm trying to live by. Mm-hmm. And it's a good I don't know. One. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do some merch on that. That feels good to you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're running a smidge late, but we have to do our mom tent. So this is our weekly uh, segment that we do because <laughs> when we first started, my mom wanted to bring a ton of content that she saw, just different websites and chain letters and what, what do you call them? Uh, news blogs or whatever. <laughs> blogs. I had access letters. to my- <laughs> I know you always say that. Because they were. I, listen, I had access to my mom's email for a couple of weeks. chain letters. I was trying to pull a scam <laughs> off. Um, and uh, so I'd use my mom's email for something. It's a long story. But anyway, uh, so I had access to y'all. I swear to God, she still gets chain letters. It's like, if you don't forward this to 10 people, your Jesus won't love you. And I'm like, wow, this is <laughs> – I'm telling you, that's all. You are so bad. You are so bad. Uh, so <laughs> instead we say, listen, okay, you get you get one segment on Wednesday to find, tell us your favorite thing you saw on the internet this week, and we call this Mom Tent. So, Mom, uh-huh. what do you have? Okay, this is some BuzzFeed, and it's things guys pretend not to know how to do to get out of doing them. So a woman on Twitter asked people to share their most absurd experiences with weaponized incompetence. Do you know what that is, Kramer? <laughs> I uh, we, we may need a definition of that. It's been thrown around a lot in the last few years on TikTok. Um, it's basically when a partner pretends to not know how to do something just to get out of having to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, who would this, do this such sound a thing? familiar? This might of sound course, familiar to some of you. Yes, and of course, you know who were the people that responded? Mostly uh, women. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's run through some of these and see if like maybe any of these sound familiar to uh, to your situation. (laughs) My ex tried to tell me he didn't know how to use bleach in the washing machine. I'm like, you put it in the hole next to the detergent that says bleach. He's a software (laughs) architect that makes six figures. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. There, there are times like, I, and I don't know if it, if it's like I would act like I didn't know what I was doing versus like doing a bad job at it, which is also a thing. If like you just don't uh-huh. want to like have to do that task anymore. What I've realized is women will let you have a couple of them until all of a sudden they're like, okay, listen, I'm just gonna, I'll, just, I'll do it. I'll do it. Just get out of the way. I'll do it. I'll mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Um, I asked my ex, a 40 year old man who'd been living on his own for 20 years. If he'd boil some water in the kettle for me. And he asked, how do I do that? Now, to be clear, this was his house, his stove, his kettle. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Y'all, listen, I got stuff at my house I have no idea how to use. I have no idea. Like, I like I, um, I have it for my marriage and my ex-wife would have it or something. I know how to use it. I, I literally, I'm trying to think of something like that in my kitchen that I'm like, I wouldn't even be able to tell you how to use that uh, thing. One thing is one of your them. stove. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that thing, Your that oven, I should say. <laughs> Those things are both kind of tricky. This seems like a spaceship over here. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, like the crock pot, I couldn't even tell you how to use that thing. I don't. I have, I have two of them for some reason. I don't even know why I have two crock. I think my mom bought one for me one time, not knowing that I had one. Uh-huh. So I have two crock pots, and I don't. I don't. I don't. Either, a don't use either of them. 
mm-hmm. and B, uh, I don't even know how to use them either way, so it doesn't really matter. Um, all right, what, what else? Okay, this is this woman says this is my husband. I don't know where to put the dishes away. It's confusing. Also, my husband. I know the location of all parts in my warehouse. My inventory <laughs> is organized perfectly. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. dish thing. Oh yeah, oh, I can't put up the dishes. I don't. I just don't know where they all go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, listen. It's uh, mm-hmm. we. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I think. Listen. I think there's one person, and tell me if this is like the same in your relationship. But I feel like there's one person that decides how the dishes are going to go, and then like everyone oh, has to follow gosh. suit. So like if. If you, as the wife or the other partner that you know, that we're not talking about, have designated where the stuff goes, like mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it is like your kind of your responsibility to make sure that they're going to go back in those places. You know, makes sense. Yeah, well, or make sure that you let them know. It's not hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Listen, y'all, y'all made the decision. You made the decision. But you know, in our house, no one can load our dishwasher except No, I know. That's what I'm talking about. Same Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to be in charge of where the dishes Mm -hmm. go, isn't it? Then forever, Mm -hmm. your responsibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Give me, give me one more. Um, I asked my ex to clean the TV stand and TV just to dust it. Showed him what to use. I looked over and he's using the wrong thing on the TV screen, which could do damage. I say something. He says, well... If I can't do it your way, I guess I just won't do it anymore <laughs> since I can't do anything right. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah. It's never screen up your $1,500 TV or whatever it is. I it's think funny. it'd be fun to hear from people, though, you know, what things they that people, you know, say they can't do or they act totally yeah. incompetent when you, you know they one. aren't. You know. If you get one, we always want to hear your stories. You can always call us eight 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 Kramer eight. Call, text, whatever. We'll get your story on the uh, on the podcast. All right, mom. Let's get to our quote for today. Okay, this is from a woman that I had heard about, but I don't. I didn't really know her. Her name is Twyla Tharp, and she's a woman that's now in her early eighties, and she's a choreographer, and she has written a book called. Um, I guess it's, it came out a few a, a while back. But anyway, it's called Keep Moving. And I just watched a little clip of her on YouTube, and she was so awesome. I mean, she's real brassy and, you know, <laughs> obviously beautiful. And anyway, her quote is, discipline morphs into habit. And that is so true. You know, you and I both today did our exercise, right? Yeah, I mean, I try to do 30 minutes of exercise at least five days a week. Um, I know you do. I know you do more. Now I'm like three to four days. I'm feeling pretty good about myself, but yeah. I don't, I'm trying not to give myself credit where credit is not due. You know what I mean? Mm. But makes it takes sense. discipline to do it. I mean, like yeah. when, you, when you texted me and said, I want, I'm going for a run, I was like, Okay, because in the back of my mind, I was kind of thinking, oh, well, it's almost time to do the podcast. I don't think I, I was, can get into 30 minutes. I was and hoping you'd be like, oh, an no, extra 40. I'm in a tight <laughs> schedule. I was hoping, like, I, my schedules were, well, I was, honest to God, like, I was playing Mario Kart too long. Um, but <laughs> oh, truth be told, <laughs> I can't blame it on my schedule today. It's pretty loose. Uh, but I... Um, with that said, though, I uh, so I we were running late, and I was like, I don't have time for a thirty minute run right now. So I'm hoping that if I text my mom and I say, if we, because sometimes her schedule is kind of screwy too, where I'm like, okay, 
do we need to get started today? And she says, sorry, I'm on a tight schedule. I'm like, okay, good, perfect. And I won't have to work out. And you're probably waiting <laughs> right. on me to also say the same thing. Yeah. But unfortunately, we both didn't let each other off the hook today, it seems like. Mm-mm. That's right. And I feel much better for it. And I'm sure you do too. But, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to, to be disciplined about is I love to read. And I, I love not to read my phone, which, you know, can take hours of my day if I allow it. Yeah. But I love to read books. And I'm trying to read an hour a day. Just That's find great. an hour. Well, it would be great, wouldn't it? I But ask me how many times I've done it since I tried to do that. I, I started thinking about that two weeks ago, and I think I've done it maybe three days. You know, well, but anyway. still, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You know what I mean? Like that's, I, 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 this is what, I, but this is what I tell people too. anyone that like, for some reason I'm really disciplined. Right. And I think it's more of my OCD than it's anything else. But mm-hmm. I, like when I say I'm going to do something, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to, and, and I listen, I, I procrastinate, I procrastinate. I have to be like mentally ready. But then when I'm ready, I'm like, okay, go. Mm-hmm. But I also don't set my goals like massively high. Like with this whole meditation yeah. thing, like I'm not trying to meditate for an hour a day. I know I'd never be able to achieve that, but I can I can definitely sit for 10 minutes every single day. I do have 10 minutes that I can get in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would tell you like, listen, don't let these things like overwhelm you because what happens is you'll start doing it. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm, let's say, uh, okay, I'm going on a, a, a 10 minute walk three times a week. Well, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's doable, right? And then all of a sudden right. you're like, I bet I could do, I bet I could do 15 minutes. Right. And then I could back and do 20 minutes, you know? And often the more you do it, the more you enjoy doing it. Like, yeah, just, like I find just, that oh. once I read, you know, for an hour, I really want to finish the whole book. You know, yep. can't wait yep. to get back to it. And, you know, so it, it's just, you know, it, what is it, 21 days it takes yeah. to That's establish a habit? Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, it's good for you. And I love, I love her spirit about, you know, keep moving. Yep. She says, just because we're older doesn't mean we can't still do things. We right. may have to do them differently, but we have to keep doing them. And we have to get up every day and we have to move our bodies. You can still play Legos mm. and move your body. <laughs> well, that's not much movement. That, you know? That's finger <laughs> movement. <laughs> uh, today's podcast is brought to you by the paired app thank you by the way for anyone that helps our sponsor or not helps but goes and checks out our sponsors uh it's always a big help and paired apps one that i'm getting great feedback on because you guys are having a really really fun time with this with your partner and it is fun it's like it's fun i think it's also a really good way for you to connect it almost in a more serious way some days too the app is called paired it is a relationship app for couples and what you do is you download a, the app and you pair your apps together. And then every day, you and your partner will get the questions and you'll have games and quizzes to stay fun and have uh, deeper conversations, right? So like, for example, like you may, all of a sudden you'll get a pop-up notification from a paired app. It's like, okay, here's, here's your question for the day. Uh, what makes you feel lucky in your relationship? Now you got to answer that question. Your partner's going to answer the question. And then you guys, will, you guys can't see each other's answers until you both answer, right? So... It's kind of a fun way to stay connected, especially if you don't have the, like, I don't want to say not have the time, but like you don't have the huh, discipline. There's the word. 
uh, of you uh-huh. know staying staying connected on a daily basis, other than like just watching TV and saying how was your day and eating dinner. Like, come on, let's have some more fun with this, right? With the couples' games, the quizzes, like it's just something fun every single day to do with paired. So it doesn't matter if you've been together for a short amount of time, if you've been together for a long amount of time. Start having fun with paired. Head to paired.com slash Kramer, and you're going to get a seven-day free trial of the app, plus 25% off if you sign up for the subscription. Just head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer and sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. Also, today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know what I was thinking today is that I, I'm just feeling so much better just in general. And mm-hmm. it's because I, I mean, I've been busting my ass. Let's be honest. Like I've been busting my ass since January to get here though. You know, this has not been an easy thing. I basically was just like, okay, I feel like shit. I got to like do something different in my life. And I've mm-hmm. been using better help to, to get there. Honestly. Um, you know, my life was kind of out of, out of balance and it just felt like I was just working and I didn't really have any friends here. I didn't really have any connections. I wasn't doing the things that I love. I didn't have a Lego set at that point. Um, uh, <laughs> that was a joke, mom. Uh, I, oh, I got it. I got it. You know, it's funny. See, it's carried <laughs> on from the earlier joke. It's a I'm sure in comedy, there's something to that. Anyway, uh, but no, I do. Like, I'm just doing things that I love now. I'm balancing my life out a whole lot better. And it's because I was, you know, talking with my therapist on better help about this. It's been a great tool. You do so much for so many other things. You give so much to your kids, your spouse, you give so much to your job, uh, your, I don't know, whatever your other commitments are. Like, like, but, yeah, what about like you? So you can like navigate your life to and kind of move forward with confidence and excitement. I got, I'm excited. I don't even, I have no idea what's coming next. I got no clue. I got no <laughs> clue what's happening in my life tomorrow. I have no idea. No, well, but I feel excited some about idea. it. <laughs> well, it's because I'm just, I'm just not like, I don't have anything. But you're not thinking about it. You're not concentrating no, I, on because what, I'm just what's like, happening. I'm just focusing on what's good in my life right now. Hmm. And there's a lot of things to be good. And guess what? No matter what happens next, there's going to be good things. But like this, y'all, this all came from going through therapy and like working on a lot of different angles. And if you're thinking about therapy, I hope you'll give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient. It's flexible. It's suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch your therapist anytime with no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kramer today to get 10% off your first month. It's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right, certified fans, thank you so much for another episode of Certified Mama's Boy. Appreciate that. So certified fans are people that contribute $6 a month to our show. And because of those contributions, we were able to produce 24 episodes every single month. Now, I'm going to get some bad news and we'll get back to the good news. So we, if you've been listening recently, you know that we've been like going through a struggle. Uh, summer months are always hard. If I'm being completely honest, and I was talking to Jeff Dollar about this. Our podcast listening is about is down about 30, 35% right now. Mm. Typical, um, and this happens in the radio world too. It's because everyone's schedules are screwy right now. No one's in, has any kind of consistency when it comes to the summer because of school being out, vacations, things like that, right? Hoping everybody's coming back in the fall. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Right now, so. for my summer crew, for you guys, man, like just know that number one, thank you so much for being here. So a lot of people aren't here, so thank you for like, like mm-hmm. hanging in there with us because it's like, vitally important. You keep pressing play during summer months, or we are screwed on advertising. Also, with that said, um, what I'm realizing that one of the reasons we're having a financial struggle is actually a good thing because we have so many certified fans for so long. What's happened is your credit cards have expired, and so 
we're not able to get your contribu- contributions anymore. So you, and you may not, I don't know that I'm trying to work with the company now to figure out if you guys are even getting notifications that your credit cards are being declined. I don't know, but what we can do is listen, if you are a certified fan and you want to do me a massive favor today, if you'll go check your account and you can do one of two things, you can text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer eight. There's a show note to, you know, it, it's the same link that says, you know, join certified fans. Um, but also the, if you just go to glow.fm, like radio, glow, G-L-O-W.fm and log into your account and just check your credit card. Uh, because that's honestly a, a big issue that we're having is that we're just not getting this people that, and, and, you know, you think you're contributing, but you may not be. So what's going to happen is as of this weekend, because after I'm done with my Lego set, the next thing I'm going to do is come in here and run my LLC, which I know makes no sense. Um, but I'm going to have to start dropping some of you guys that don't have it because I don't think the system's manually dropping you. So if you would take some time, glow.fm dot glow.fm, or you can type fans to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight and log in that way and see your, um, see your account. And I really, really appreciate that. If you're not a certified fan, you want to join summer months that are like so vital. I need one more person this month, just one, literally one person to, uh, to join. So if you will text the word fans to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight, you can join, you'll see all the perks. One of those perks is you'll get a shout out, a show dedication. The show will episode will be dedicated to you for joining. We don't have anybody new today, mom, but I found out who our mystery person was from last week. Uh, okay. Maybe it was earlier this week. And okay. it was friggin' Herman. Herman C. Oh, okay. We, we've talked about Herman before. Herman is, uh, mm-hmm. he's a guy that was, he's, he lives in Chicago. He mm-hmm. just happened to be listening. He had some, some. I think it was his son or his daughter was stationed in San Diego when I was working there. Happened to turn on the radio, listened to Channel 933, became a fan while he was there, followed me on social media, came over to the <laughs> podcast, and now has two certified fan accounts to help contribute to the show. Life That's is so, so weird sometimes. It's such a weird story. Um, but mm-hmm. so thankful for you, Herman, man. They've, they, to hop in there and like to do, you know, to help out when you know that we're kind of struggling here right now is uh, so appreciative. So thank you for that. Herman now is also number 747. So let's give Herman a whoop whoop and okay. a thank you for that. Okay. All right. Whoop whoop. To Herman C. And we're so grateful for you. And he's a great fan on the page, too. Yeah. So uh, if you want to be. participation. If you want to help out, you can text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And another piece of business, two more pieces of business really quick, and then we'll get to Kramer history. Number one is uh, don't forget all glassware for Certified Mama's Boy on sale through the end of this week, where you can get 50% off every single mug or wine glass, okay? And then those are gone. We're discontinuing those. They're they're done. I think some of them may actually be sold out now. But uh, for those that are left, go grab those. They're $5. It's a, a great way also to help with the podcast uh, and get something fun in return. Also, if you uh, don't, we will, uh, uh, sorry, we will not have episodes next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, back on Thursday uh, with everything post 4th of July. So, all right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. Yeah, welcome to A Moment in Kramer History. At the top of the show, I told you this is one of our most polarizing of segments. I didn't realize that some of you guys hate this segment and don't even actually listen to it. (laughs) We were talking about it on the Certified Fans page, and um, I don't even know how this came up. Oh, I was asking if we should move Mental Health Monday because maybe it's just too heavy. for All the mental health stuff is maybe just too heavy for a Monday. And like everything that I ever ask, like... 
no, I love it on Monday. No, I hate it on Monday. I just never really quite get like a consensus of what I should do with literally anything that we do in this podcast. But there became a side conversation of moving Mental Health Monday to Wednesday because it would fit better there, but also getting rid of a moment in Kramer history because you just don't like it. I, I didn't realize you didn't like it. I didn't realize it was just you guys weren't into it. Um, and, but then, of course, some people chimed in. Oh, my God, it's my favorite. Let me explain this really quick. I'll turn the music down. Uh, uh, the reason we do a moment in Kramer history is for two reasons. Number one, you have to remember that y'all have all come to me at a different walk of life, a different phase of my life. Some of you guys have been here since Panama City, and it's kind of fun to go back and reminisce on some of the things we used to do back in the day. Uh, or Tampa, or I've been playing some Phoenix stuff before. Uh, but... Uh, another thing is, uh, even if you didn't come to me from that point of view, that you maybe can laugh at some of this stuff because it's like, wow, this is crazy, wacky radio stuff. And that's uh, most of at least most of you have come to me because of the wacky, crazy radio stuff from from back in the day. Anyway, you can always give me your opinion. I don't know if we're going to keep doing this or not. If you hate it, we might as well get rid of it. Uh, but for today, we're not. <laughs> we're going to do this. So here, it's Pride Month, of course, and we've always been a big proponent of Pride. Um, you know, I worked with Miguel for a long time, my ex-co-host, who was a very out and proud gay man. And uh, was it was challenging, honestly, for the first couple of years because it wasn't as well accepted, especially in the South. Uh, but Miguel was always so honest with it and like made it so not threatening for those that were possibly threatened by it. So in 2011, actually today, back in 2011, we interviewed a guy whose name is Matthew... Uh, I just lost my note. Matthew Curick. And Matthew is a guy who literally is a self-proclaimed bigot. Hated gay people, hated Muslims, hated all these people, right? A diehard Christian. He said, what I want to do, though, because one of his friends came out and he said, okay, so what I – and he was confused because he's like, wait a minute. Like, I don't hate that person, so – what are my beliefs? And so everything started to become unraveled. So what he decided to do was honestly, he was going to go live as a gay man would for one entire year. And we're talking about like he um, did things like he played in a, a gay softball league. He became a gay uh, a barista at a, at a gay cafe. He protested in New York City uh, with a group of gay activists. He um, participated in marriage equality events. Uh, just all, all basically like embrace, like went from a person that hated everything gay and he did it for one year just to see how it maybe he either a understand it better or b hate them even more. And here's a story back from 2011, still crazy to this day. It didn't come from an easy place. I, uh, I had an acquaintance come out of the closet to me and her dad actually said, uh, I'm not going to pay for the education, uh, and the room and board and of a, of a faggot daughter. And her mom said, come back when you're fixed. Oh, and so she had to move, drop out of college and it broke my heart. And, um, at that point I started really heavily questioning my responses to her and how I, when, she needed me the most. I was thinking, oh, her stupid parents. They could have explained those six verses in the Bible in such a way where she would have uh, known she was an abomination but not felt like an abomination. And at that point, I started realizing that my theology was probably a little bit screwed up. How did you feel about gay people when you started this whole thing? I kind of took it to an extreme. I was a recipe for disaster. Uh, I remember my my aunt one time asking me to go see Rent with her. And I 
And I said, why would I go see a three-hour play about a, about a bunch of uh, fags getting what they deserve? Oh, and then another, another point said, um, I've got a brick with every faggot's name on it. Oh. So that was the kind of teenager I was. I took it to an extreme that was totally unholy. I realized that the, that voice inside my head and that bad response I had to my friend coming out um, wasn't God speaking to me. That was the religious programming that I had received. And I thought, well, how can I get rid of that? How can I really challenge that way of thinking? And, um, and I realized I had to do something pretty drastic. And the, the most drastic thing I could think of would be to empathize as opposed to sympathize. Uh, I couldn't just sit down and have a conversation with a friend that was gay because I didn't even really want to. I realized that I was going to have to take it a little bit further than that. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I wanted to feel that fear for myself and I wanted to see what the fallout would be myself if I actually came out. I just needed to get a, a healthy dose of time uh, of uh, time so I could see naturally what happened and what evolved. Um, if I came out for a week or if I came out for a month, I would never have been able to um, to see how the, those perspectives were shaped long term. You know, if people rejected me for a week, but then called me back and apologized, or if people um, tried to put me in ex-gay therapy or right. you know, reparative therapy stuff. I didn't know um, what was going to happen. Okay, so Timothy, I know that the first person or first people you came out to uh, were your parents, who obviously had the same mindset as you on on gay people. So how did that go? They wanted to love me and be there for me, but they didn't know how to respond to having a gay family member. Mm. So um, my mom learned a lot and, and is awesome. But she uh, wrote in her journal at one point, I would rather, or about two days after I came out, she said, I would rather have been um, told by a doctor that I had terminal cancer and had two months to live wow. than find out that my son was gay. Wow. Um, so obviously that's was a, was a big issue. So you came out to your family. You came out to your friends. I mean, how far did you go with this? Other than, other than just saying, hey, I'm gay. Like, what did you do to really, truly try to embrace what it was like to, to live as a, as a gay man? It was more about the label of gay. Right. It was more about just sharing, um, sharing life and conversations and relationships with people. It it wasn't ever about me understanding what it's like to be gay as much as it was about the label. Uh, how long did this project go on for? About twelve to fourteen months. Wow, um, so a long wow. time. I mean, what did you learn throughout this whole thing? I mean, how was your perception different from when you first started? Well, I can tell you right now, I went from believing that um, that to be gay was to be abominable and that um, LGBT folks should not be allowed to, to be married or adopt kids or um, or be looked at even, I mean, it just as equals in culture. Um, I am now um, completely for equality, um, and that includes in church. Um, and, and, uh, for, for all my LGBT friends, the same way for all my straight friends and that, and to be able to say that and to go from a, a, you know, Bible banging homophobe to, um, to being an ally of the LGBT community in the course of, you know, a little over a year, uh, was pretty, pretty huge huge bomb to drop on me. I'm really looking forward to your book coming out October the 11th. It's called Jesus in Drag. You Um, can pre-order it um, on Indiegogo.com slash Timothy Curick. 
All righty, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Let me know what you think about a moment in Kramer history, if you love it or hate it or whatever. Because uh, there's just no, it's actually a lot of work because I have to go back to the archives, find the right bit, edit it down. It's probably actually the, the one that takes the absolute most time to do. <laughs> so we could talk all day, but going back and finding old audio is a little challenging. All right, that's it. Love you. See you tomorrow. Hey, Kramer. Hey, Mama Nancy. It's Irina Chula Vista. I'm just calling regarding um, Kramer's question about uh, Mama Nancy coming and making food for you while she's visiting. I think that's a great idea. She says she wants to do it. And cooking will save money. Um, you'll have quality time together. I don't think you should look at it as like she's doing a job for you. It's something fun. It's like doing a craft or something like, oh. And maybe you can make it a tradition. Like every time she visits, um, you guys make a meal together. Or she makes a meal for you. And you eat it, enjoy it, you rate it. Um, I think it's a great idea. Um, you know, a culture that I'm Mexican. So we have no qualms about um, family members visiting us and, and making us food. Um, my grandma used to do that all the time when she came to visit me. Um, in San Diego, she'd um, come and, and make us food, and we loved it, and she loved to cook for us. So, um, yeah, let her do it. I think it's a great idea. I want to hear all about it. Okay, have a great day. It's beautiful here. I'm in Balboa Park walking um, in San Diego. Um, miss you here, Kramer. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.